Thank you for joining us. You are listening to a ministry of Crossview Church with Pastor Kevin Hardcastle. series talking about enjoying the fullness of God. And I've been saying this for the last couple of weeks. The reason why we don't enjoy the fullness of God so many times is because we have never fully experienced the promises of God. We forget the promises of God. And so today I want to talk about uh, what these promises are. 8,000 promises that God gives to us, 8,000 ways that God speaks into our lives, guarantees that we can live on insurance plans, that we can build our life upon, uh, conditional, unconditional promises. Uh, they're there for us in difficult times, but they're also to make us more like God. And we've talked about several different ones. We've talked about generosity, that generosity is a promise that God promises if we're generous, he'll be generous back to us. Uh, we talked about heaven. We talked about him guiding us through life, about the promise he has for our future, um, and so many other things that we've talked about when it comes to the promises of God. Today, I'm going to talk about God's promise of his presence to always be with us. Now, this growing up, uh, you may have known about his presence through these terminologies. Holy Spirit. How many of you guys ever heard the word Holy Spirit? Raise your hand. I grew up with the Holy Ghost. So this is the Holy Ghost I want to talk about. You're going to hear me kind of go between those two terminologies. I like the Holy Ghost. I grew up in a very Pentecostal, very free spirit uh, uh, community, spirit-filled, if you want to call it that, very free about how they worshiped. I grew up with the shouting, the running, the dancing, and the, the old ladies with their hair stacked up like a beehive on top. She would get to jerking her head around, look out, bobby pins were flying, you were going to lose an eye. If you're not careful, man, it was going everywhere. I grew up in all that uh, kind of uh, uh, spirit-filled kind of Holy Ghost moments with people falling out and things like that. And all I wanted as a kid was what time did we get out to go to McDonald's? That's all I wanted to know. Holy Ghost. I remember times when I was little. Holy Ghost, listen, you can come anytime you want, but I'm really hungry tonight. Could you hold off tonight? Just, just don't. Just, just relax. You know, and uh, so I grew up in a very overemphasis, I would say, of the Holy Ghost and the spirit movements. Um, there's also the pendulum swings the other way, where you might have grown up in a very underemphasis of the Holy Spirit, where you knew he was there, but he was kind of like there, but we didn't really talk about him, right? And he was kind of like, he's, oh yeah, we know him. He's one of the Trinity, one of the God, one of the parts, but you know, we're not going to talk about it because it's just kind of one of those things that you either grow up with an overemphasis or an underemphasis. And a lot of times the reason why there's an underemphasis is because it's weird, okay? can be weird talking about this spirit thing, talking about the manifestations of the spirit and what the spirit can or and has done throughout history, it's weird. It's kind of like um, National Lampoon's Vacation with Chevy Chase. Those of you who are old enough to remember that. Who is weird? Cousin Eddie. Weird Cousin Eddie. You don't want to talk about Cousin Eddie because he might show up, right? Um, and so this is kind of what we treat the Holy Spirit like. He's just kind of weird, so we don't do. We just kind of ignore it. We add up, we, he's part of it, but we don't talk about him too much. But I really feel like it's important for us to enjoy the fullness of God, that we understand what this presence of God, what the spirit of God, what the ghost is about in our lives, because it's very real. 
In fact, it's just as real as God the Father and God the Son and God the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost. It's just as real as, the, as all the rest of them that we learn about and we've studied about. He's just as real and here working our lives. Whether you're over emphasis or under emphasis, I believe there's a balance between them. And that's what I want to try to do to explain to you about the Holy Spirit today. So if you have your Bibles, turn in them today to John chapter 14, verse 16. Now, let me just say this really, really clear today. I get excited when I talk about the Holy Ghost. Because I do believe that, unfortunately, many Christians are living powerless uh, lives un- with no authority, with no joy, with no uh, real pizzazz for living because they have not tapped into the promise of the Holy Spirit. And I want to I tell you how that, what I mean by that today. Look at John chapter 14, verse 16. Jesus is talking. This is what he says. He says, I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor to be with you. He will be with you forever. Verse 17 says this. It says, uh, the counselor will be called the spirit of truth. And the scripture says this. It says, the world cannot accept him because it it neither sees him nor what? Knows him. But then he's talking to us as believers. This is what he says. He says, but you know him, for he lives with you, and he will be with you and live, I believe, of course, in us. His spirit lives in us, dwells within us for us to be endued with power from the Most High. Let's pray. Father God, help us today to be open to your spirit, to to the 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 third part of the Godhead, God, the Son, Jesus, and the Holy Ghost. God, we are open to it. Move upon our lives today. Speak to us and let us hear from you the truth that you have for us today about the promise of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, everybody said, some people refer to it, some people refer to as as that, Some people refer to it in a very non-personal way, but I'm here to tell you the Holy Spirit is a who. It is a part. He is a part of the Godhead. I'm not going to say he, she. It's the Spirit of the living God dwelling with us here on earth. The same authority that was given to Jesus was given to the Holy Ghost. Same authority given to God was given to the Holy Ghost. Uh, The Bible calls him the parakletos. The parakletos actually means the one who comes along beside us, the advocate, the counselor, the comforter, the helper, the one who is there for us through the hardest of times. It is the spirit, the presence of God himself when we need him the most. I'll illustrate it even deeper this way, and I think this is deeper but more simplified as well at the same time. It, it, the, you can think of it as water. So water can be liquid that we drink. Water can be a solid that freezes and, and becomes solid. Or water can be a vapor that is not, you can't touch it or anything. But yet at the essence of it all, it's all what? Water. 
This is, is, in essence, the Holy Spirit of God. The Holy Ghost is that. It is another movement of God in our world that Jesus physically came and died upon the cross for us. And when he left, they sent the Spirit of God to dwell with us on the earth. I often thought how cool it would be, and I've used this illustration before, how cool it would be, would be if Jesus would just come hang with us and walk with us. You know, you think about it. You have a headache, bam, healed, right? You're hungry, boom, Cheetos and PB&J, if you like that stuff, or McDonald's. You know, you're, you're walking down the street, a dog gets hit in the street, he resurrects the dog on the spot, because he's Jesus, he can. Cat gets hit on the street, he can do the funeral right there on the spot. That was funny to me. Physical Jesus can only be in one place at one time. Physical Jesus walked from this town to that town preaching the good news. Physical Jesus, the, the physical manifestation of God, Jesus Christ himself, was limited in his abilities to be all, everywhere at all times. So here's what, here's what Jesus said in John 16, verse 7. He says, it's actually best for you that I go away. Because I, I go away, if I don't go away, then the paraclete, the counselor, the helper, he can't come, he can't come and help you. If I do go away, he will come because I will send him to you. It's actually best for me to go away because when I go, he will come. And when I go, my physical self in limited time and space will go with it, but he will be everywhere all the time for all people the spirit of the living God, the presence of God. Why is it, though, in our world today, why is the Holy Spirit so overlooked? Why do we not talk more? Why do we not tap in? Why do we not engage into the presence of God more often? I have two reasons for that. If you have your notes, write these down. The first one is pretty simple. It's just that simply people are unaware. They're just not aware of the Holy Spirit movement in their life. They're just not aware of it. Um, Acts 19, verse 1 through 3. So let me give you the context real quick. So, so the disciples come to a group of people that are disciples as well, but they were baptized under John the Baptist. Uh, so they're baptized in the way that the teachings... But they did not know about the day of Pentecost. They were not there on the day of Pentecost. They did not receive the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit or all the tongues that happened on the day of Pentecost. So they were unaware of the Holy Spirit. And here's what happens in this encounter. It says, while Apollos uh, was in, at Corinth, Paul took a road through the interior that arrived in Ephesus. There he found some disciples. Again, these disciples baptized with John. He says, uh, he said to them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? And their response was this. No, we have not even heard of the Holy Spirit. They just were simply unaware. It, doesn't mean that, it didn't mean that they were bad. It didn't mean that, they, that they, uh, they, they had done something wrong. They just did not understand the promise that God gave about his spirit and his presence coming to the earth to comfort all, comfort all of his people. And this is the challenge that we run into in our lives. 
is so many times we don't tap in to the Holy Ghost because we're simply unaware that he's there to help us in the moment that we need the most. We don't really engage into it. Travelers travel in many different ways. On a plane, you can travel first class, or you can travel like all the other people in your life, like I travel. Uh, standard class. First class, what's the difference? You've got glassware versus plastic. you got meals in first class versus peanuts in uh, the other class, uh, the general class. You have polite people working in first class, and you have the other people working in the other class. I won't say what they are. Uh, you have washcloths in first class, and you get wipes in, if that, in the, sec- in the next class. You have all kinds of things, and what's interesting is you have this huge dynamic change, and we're going to say, well, they have more money. I'm not talking about that. I want to talk about this. The only thing that separates first class from the other class is what? A curtain. That's it. That's the only thing that separates all the other people from the first class, and this is what God, what I'm trying to say to you today. There is a promise that God has for us, but many of us are stuck in the standard class, and we don't understand there's something more powerful on the other side of the curtain with the power of the Holy Ghost. The majority of our lives, the majority of Christian lives, we live defeated, discouraged, and surviving. Instead of an overcomer, on top with power and authority, and thriving. And let me tell you something. If you're, as a believer, if you're struggling in your walk, it's time for you to trust and tap in to the promise of the Holy Ghost that God has for you in your life. Every day you wake up, you say, I am aware of you, Holy Spirit, and I trust you to guide me. Help me to walk with your presence today. So number one, first thing is people are just unaware. Second thing is people are just are resistant. They're just resistant because it's kind of weird. They're just resistant to the Holy Spirit because they don't understand it. Well, if you don't understand it, let's not talk about it. Let's not deal with it because we just don't understand it. Here's what Acts 7.51 says this. It says, you stiff-necked people with uncircumcised hearts and ears, uh, you are like your fathers. You always do, you always resist the Holy Spirit. And so many times, that's what we struggle with in life. We resist the movement of the Holy Spirit because we don't understand it, and we don't want him to ask us to do weird things, right? We don't want him to ask us to talk to somebody outside our comfort zone because that's not me, but yet sometimes that's what the Holy Spirit will challenge us to do, is to do what is not comfortable necessarily for us. Um, Here's how you know if it's the Holy Spirit. If you ever feel that inclination inside of you rise up about talking to someone about the hope of Jesus Christ, and that's not normally who you are, and you put it down, you say, no, I'm not going to do it, and it comes back again, that's the Holy Spirit saying, hey, I'm trying to get you to do something because I'm using you to speak something in someone's life. And I'm telling you, when you start allowing the Holy Spirit to speak through you, you'll, you will see such amazing things happen. I'm amazed by some of the things that uh, I, I have seen God use me to do that I thought were nothing, and yet I watched him do it because I, didn't, I, did, not re- I did not remain stiff or resistant to what the Holy Spirit wanted to do, even as weird as it was. Phone calls and, 
and, and text messages and, and visit, visits with people and even check out people at places, just speaking words of encouragement that I literally did not expect to do. And it was like the Holy Spirit just said, hey, do this. Don't resist me. And it was exactly what God needed to do in that moment of time for that person, for that person, not for me, because trust me, I know that you all think that I'm just this crazy guy, and since I'm up here, I just go out and I just tell everybody. I live, I try to live a very modest, uh, humble life before God. In fact, I've been playing pickleball for many, many months, and, um, you know, I, I, with the different people, and they still, a lot of them still don't know I'm a pastor, and I'm glad with that. I love that, because when you find out that you're a pastor, everything changes. It's like, oh, man, all the words I said on the pickleball court. Not me, them, of course, but. So, uh, so some people are unaware, some people are resistant. So I want to talk to you now about what the Holy Spirit will do in our lives. If you have your notes, write these down. I want to give you three things that the power of the Holy Spirit, when he comes in our life, the promise is this is what God says the Holy Spirit will do for us. Number one, first and foremost, he will comfort you. Turn to your neighbor and say, comfort you. Turn to another neighbor and say, they didn't get it, comfort you. They weren't listening. He will comfort you. He will comfort you. It's, uh, it says in John 14, 16, uh, Jesus says, I will pray and ask the Father, and he will give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. I know that some of you today may be going through the deepest, darkest, most painful place in your life. I realize in a group of this size not all of us can be on cloud nine and not all of us are on top of the mountain. Some of us are going through deep, dark, and very scary valleys. But I want to reassure you today that his presence, the Holy Ghost, is with you. He's with you to comfort you, to walk with you through the questionable times that you just don't know what tomorrow holds. His peace is there for you in the pain. Because that is the power of the Holy Spirit to comfort us. And I feel even right now in this room, his presence is here. I feel him moving and speaking to some of your lives in, in ways that I, you, I have people say to me, wow, you said exactly what I need to say. Well, guess what? I said nothing. It's the Holy Spirit that's comforting, comforting you right now. This is what his presence does. When you go through loss... When you go through questionable times, when you go through um, the doctor's phone calls, and they say we have no other alternatives, no other hope, whenever you struggle with your insecurities and what you look like when you look in a mirror, he is a God, he is the Spirit of God that says, hey, Lean on me. I'm walking with you through the darkest time. I'm your comforter. When we have loss and when we have pain, he is the one. When you read the social media, whenever you hear what people say, the lies, the deceit, the Facebook tweets, uh, the things that are out there on social media, just remember he is your comforter and he is the one that comes to comfort you in your time of pain. Second thing is this, the Holy Spirit also counsels you, counsels you, uh, or guides you. I'll say, or guides you. He counsels you or guides you. John 16, 13. 
but he, the spirit uh, of truth, comes. He will guide you into what? He will guide you into all truth. How much truth? All truth. He will guide you into all truth. Listen, when you don't know what to do, it's his spirit that will guide you or counsel you on where you need to go. You pray and ask, Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost, I need you to help me right here in this decision I need to make. I need you to grant me peace about where I'm supposed to go from this point moving forward. It's, uh, it's, I've used this analogy before. It's like a news anchor has the, the little uh, earpiece in their ear. You can't see it, but it's there. And the whole time, someone else is directing them on what to say and when to go and how much time they have. The someone else in the booth who sees the big picture says, five, four, three, sit up straight, smile, and go, is directing the whole time because that's what the Holy Spirit is doing. He is the one that is guiding your steps on where to go, the constant, continual presence of God. When, when you know to talk to him, when you know to pray to him, when you know to ask him for help, it makes it much more sweet, the journey, because you're not doing it on your own. You're asking the Holy Spirit of God, God, come help me. Spirit of God, help fill me, guide me, and direct me on what I'm supposed to do about this situation and where I'm supposed to go. Isaiah 30, verse 21 says, whether you turn to the right or turn to the left, your, ear, your ears will hear a voice behind them saying, this is the way, what? Walk in it. The presence of God guiding, directing, comforting, and counseling you. And the third thing is he will correct or convict you. He will co correct or convict you. John 16, verse 8, when the Spirit comes, he will convict or correct the world of the guilt in regard to sin and, and righteousness and judgment. He is there to guide you through life and to help you miss the potholes that life holds. He's there to help you not cause pain in your life or others. When there's something that you need uh, correction about, he leads you where you need to go. He speaks, he guides, the Holy Spirit of God comes and moves. And some of you today, the greatest thing that God can do in our lives is correct. Hebrews says it this way, if you are not corrected, you are illegitimate children. But legitimate children are corrected by the Father because the Father cares for the direction of the child. And some of you, God is drawing you, he's drawing you to know him in a very real way. Not God up in heaven, not Jesus Christ on the cross and the resurrection, but the very presence, the Holy Ghost of God dwelling with you here, today, right now. When you're in a service or you're in your car, whether you're in a house or you're walking down the street, his spirit is there with you all along. His presence goes with you. Genesis Chapter 1 says, as the world was formless and void, 
the Spirit of God hovered above the earth. It was there the whole time. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost always with us. And believers, Christians, my cross you family, don't miss out on the fullness of God because you haven't tapped in to the Holy Ghost, the presence of God that counsels, that comforts, that corrects our life. Bow your heads with me today. Father God, help us today, Lord. Help us today to tap into the greater fullness of the life you want to give us. A life that's full of joy and full of peace. And while there's pains that come our way, while there's chaos that can uh, consume us, Lord, your presence, your spirit, your Holy Ghost comes along beside us, the parakletos, and he comforts us, and he counsels us, and he leads us to all truth. You never fail, Holy Ghost, even right now as you move in this room and as you move upon the hearts and lives of people, God, I believe you're speaking to them. Your presence is real in this place. There's something you want to do in the hearts and lives of each and every one of us. So Spirit of the living God, we welcome you right now. We welcome you to come and to, to move upon us and to speak encouragement into our lives. Because some of us today are discouraged. Some of us today feel hopeless. Some of us today, God, feel like we don't know how we'll carry on. But it is your counsel, it is your comfort, it is your spirit that gives us the breath to continue to walk with you. The spirit of the living God, spirit of the living God, we only want to hear your voice. We're hanging on every word. The Spirit of the Living God, Spirit of the Living God, we want to know you more and more. We're hanging on every change. 
You've been listening to a ministry of Crossview Church in Keokuk, Iowa with Pastor Kevin Hardcastle. For more information about service times and activities, visit our website, crossviewkeokuk.com.